Action Podcast that goes from room to room. Take a hyper detailed ride through to make your dreams come true. Join my family, really into Disney. Ride through, ride through pavilions. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ride Through Pavilion. My name is Jeremy. I'm Amy. And I'm Fiona. And this is the podcast where we basically give you a hyper-detailed ride-through of uh, your favorite Disney World attractions. And last week, we talked about Peter Pan's flight. And so today, we just wanted to create a little companion episode in which we talked about all the different places that you could experience Peter Pan throughout the parks. And so this is... Um, and some history and fun facts yeah just kind of kind of the stuff that we wanted to throw in but we we really the first time we went through the podcast it made it like two hours (laughs) long yeah exactly (laughs) you know what let's do companion uh that way we can preserve the sanctity of the ride through and and still talk about some of this really interesting stuff so um anyway so why don't we just jump right in why don't i do this why don't i just get us in the mood just a little bit because we're talking about peter pan's flight and uh, let's just jump right into the history. It's a great place to start. It is, mm-hmm. uh, because this is an original opening day attraction at uh, Walt Disney World, as we discussed. It was October 1st, 1971. Uh, but here's what's super interesting, is that um, I, it often I think about this as a newer version of the original Disneyland attraction, which is true. However... It's not, it's not like that much newer. Right. 1955 was when the original Peter Pan opened in Disneyland. And so it was 1971 that our version opened. And so what is that? That is 16 years? Right. That's not a very long time. It's not a very long time. And considering that space and time when, I mean... We weren't making huge, huge technological advances. That's a great at point. The time. Yeah, that's a great point. So, so there really, really wasn't much to build on. No. That was in 1955. It was so innovative. What was done? Absolutely. And so, what we ended up with was something that was maybe expanded, but but it definitely was not um, like leaps and bounds forward. Um, because right. sixteen years, sixteen years was an eternity back then in terms of imagineering um, and and, and uh, technological advances. Uh, right when they're still doing single cell drawings. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and so oh, our cat is acting up again. What is his problem? He knows when we hit record. Okay, hold on, I'll go take care of it. <laughs> right, Fiona's gonna go take care. Wait, hold on. We're getting out the spray bottle. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, let's jump right into the history. Uh, like we said, it was an original uh, opening day attraction at Walt Disney World, but also it was a original opening day attraction back in the 1950s and 1955 when Disneyland was built. In fact, guys, they only had one year to basically build uh, Disneyland. Uh, so if you can imagine... Nowadays, when you know they have D23 and they make all their announcements, they say, Hey, we're going to be building this, um, you know, Star Wars Galaxy Edge in you know six years or whatever it is, five years. It takes a very long time. And then when they when they announce new attractions, it still takes 
two or three years right. to build. Uh, so here they're building the entirety of Disneyland in just a matter of one year. Crazy. And it was actually getting really close when it came time to think about Peter Pan's flight. Um, in, in fact, they, owed, they had already had the show building built and they were like, we need to put a Peter Pan attraction in here. So people wow. got to work on it. Uh, so Imagineers like Herb Ryman, Marvin Davis, Claude Coates, Ken Anderson, these are, these are names that are, that, you know, they are gods in, in the um, animation world. In the animation world and in the Imagineering world. A lot of these, a couple of these guys are part of, you know, when you look at, you know, uh, Walt's nine old men, a couple of these guys are, are part of that club. Um, so we had people working on this that really understood what it meant to 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 be drawing backgrounds or to be creating right. that environment so right. um you know when you look at you know disneyland as a whole was intended to be like walking onto a movie set and so when you look at main street you know that was supposed to be kind of a turn of the century picture when you went to adventureland that was supposed to be kind of a jungle adventure picture when you went to frontierland Tomorrowland, it was supposed to be like right. walking into those those popular genres of film and television. Um, Fantasyland was basically its own thing. It was the Disney genre. And they, that's where all the intellectual property lived. That's why when they, when they opened, they had um, dark rides for Snow White and for Mr. Toad and also for Peter Pan. And so, um, yeah, it was, uh, it, was, it, it, it was like these are the guys that were working directly on these films. And so it was no wonder that they were able to, in less than a year, get in there and come up with a solution. Um, I think what was most interesting is that when they decided that it was going to be an overhead track ride, Peter Pan's Flight, um, that they couldn't get into the show building itself to start laying this track. They actually had to build it at Walt Disney Studios, which was crazy. So there's pictures, and we'll put it on our Pinterest uh, board. Um, and that thing, um, it, it's, it's incredible to look at those pictures and see, you know, these 1950s guys, you know, like right. hanging out of these boats, and they're kind of precariously hanging from these these outdoor tracks. Right. But that's how they built this thing. Well, and I mean, this was such a new idea. Outside of World's Fair, there was nothing like this, like Disneyland. Right. And so it was, it was the first shot at, uh, at a theme park. At a theme park. I might be mistaken, but I feel like Knott's Berry Farm was around, but it definitely mm. was not, it was not a, um, it wasn't theme, um, a theme park in which people were intimately um, familiar with the intellectual right. properties. And that was a big, that's, that's the big difference. Because it's one thing to walk into um, Frontierland and be like, oh, yeah, I've seen a million cowboy pictures. But when you go into Peter Pan's flight, you know this film. Right. And, I mean, there's there's no way that you could fake it. Um, so these guys went to work, and uh, when they opened, they had, um, they, they had this amazing uh, – uh, attraction, uh, and I think it is. It's worth noting that they they actually um, went in and were building. Once they were able to get into the show building, they were actually building those models out. And these were three D models. So when you look at Mister Toad's Wild Ride, 
uh, when you look at Snow White's uh, Scary Adventure, I don't remember what it was called in 1955, but um, you know, the, a lot of these were cutouts, especially Mr. Toad's, and especially like Alice in Wonderland. These were dark rides where you're in a car, you're on a track, and there's cutouts everywhere, and they're just they're painted and they're intricately painted, and they're they're really cool. But here, here you couldn't look down on cutouts. Here you had to look down on 3D models, and um, they did a really good job of using these models in, in implementing forced perspective to, to convey the story. Um, an interesting thing to note too, is that um, originally Peter Pan was not in the ride. You were, yeah, hmm. you were, you were supposed to basically, it was Peter Pan's flight and you were Peter Pan. Hmm. And so um, people would leave kind of confused though. They'd be like, where is Peter Pan? And so, eventually, uh, through some refurbishments, they actually brought Peter Pan in. Um, I don't think that happened in Disneyland prior uh, to 1982, but certainly by 1971, when they built it in Walt Disney World, uh, Peter Pan was in there as well, which was which was pretty cool. Um, yeah, so it's... Uh, it's 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 interesting to think, um, you know. Actually, uh, Snow White was the same deal. People were like, "Where's Snow White?" And it's like, "Well, you're supposed to be looking through the through the eyes of uh, of Snow White." So, uh, so here's another interesting thing that I've read is that the uh, the 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 rail system was so primitive, people were able to swing back and forth, and so. Um, People would be going through the ride and swinging their 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 boats back and forth, left left to right, and because there are these kind of guard um, or like a guide um, pole or whatever hanging down from the bottom. Mm-hmm. Um, one time, somebody actually swung so far that it got stuck into the <laughs> oh, no. into oh, the drywall and then <laughs> shut the whole thing down. <laughs> So anyway, it was a it was a really popular ride. They made some adjustments in Disneyland, but by 1971, when they built it in in Disney World, they knew that they had an opportunity to go even bigger, and so um, they were able to kind of put you down into to Neverland uh, with a little bit more detail. Uh, and so they created a larger scale version with all the latest technology and the scenes, and they included the Mermaid Lagoon, and then of course that really great finale with Captain Hook and and, and Peter Pan on the forty eight foot ship, and then of course that big finale with Hook uh, balancing on the mouth of of Tick Tock Clock. So that was that was uh, really the the main difference. And then by the time you get to nineteen eighty three, Disneyland actually catches up with with the 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 newer bigger version that's found in Walt Disney World because they did a complete overhaul of Fantasyland. So um yeah, it's, and then of course we know that there's been some some upgrades here and there but nothing really major until uh 2014, I think maybe 2015 uh when they when they did the interactive queue. So prior to the interactive queue, you actually just stood outside in a series of switchbacks until you got on, until you got on the ride. But um, but then they then they did some really nice upgrades, um, <clears throat> like we talked about. And if you, if you want to find out what those are, you can listen to our previous episode. We go 
you know, pretty much beat by beat through that interactive queue. But it makes that very long 60 to 75 to 90 minute wait much more bearable, I would say. So uh, let's talk real quick. We we just walked through some other, or we just did uh, watch some videos of ride-throughs through other versions, some that we have been on personally, some that we have not. Uh, but if we look at the Disneyland version of Peter Pan's flight, um, we see that it is, you know, it's, it's now quite different. It's not exactly what it was in 1955. It's been expanded, like we said, in 1982. But also there's been some, some major things added to it in the last five years. Um, so when you think about the 1950, or I'm sorry, when you think about the Disneyland version, what do you, what do you guys, what stands out to you the most? Well, that you start off in London mm. and the, you take off. Like, I just like when you take off and you can see like roofs and different the rooftops. Yeah. And that's just nice. Too. I love that. Yeah. And so I, gr- I grew up in Southern California in Fe- and also in Phoenix, Arizona, and we would frequent Disneyland. And so that was my, you know, that was my experience with Peter Pan's flight with, you know, it's not an Omni mover in Disneyland. Um, and you start off, you, you get on and then you're, you're, you're in this galleon and you can see the nursery in front of you with the open window. But before you get there, you actually look down, like you said, and you see the rooftops of London. I think that is just excellent. Yeah. I also really, really like that. Disneyland, they have, um, you kind of go into a star field that is much like the end of Spaceship Earth, with the little twinkle lights coming down. And so after you, after you go to the second star on the right, you're in, you really are in that kind of outer space fantasy. Yeah. It makes such a difference. And that is, you know, here's some armchair imagineering, not that I could have ever done it any better, but it is, it feels like in our version, in the Walt Disney World version, in the Magic Kingdom version, it, you know, you, you can see the, like, you're just surrounded by black curtains, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes under the black lights, the dust on those black curtains show up Mm -hmm. and it just, you can, you're really aware that like, while I prefer our scenery and our vignettes, um, to a lot of the other versions, mm-hmm. the what's beyond what is surrounding you. I prefer some of the other versions mm-hmm. that I've seen. The other thing that I, I do I, like, though, that uh, that um, the Walt Disney World, the Magic Kingdom version, it it feels a little more. The star fields are cool, but it almost takes the star field too far, where none of the scenes are really connected, and they're kind of yeah. floating out in space. And that's something I do like about the Walt the excuse me, the Magic Kingdom version yeah. is that there's a little more continuity in the story um, yeah. because all of the scenes are kind of connected through that and it's not just floating in some star field. So I like the star field. I like traveling through the star field. If we could kind of, this is my opinion, but if we could go from the second star to the right star field, see Neverland and then kind of go into Neverland yeah. and complete that storyline yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I uh, I totally agree because for one thing, yeah, it just starts to feel like you're in outer space a little bit, right? Because no matter, even if you're in an airplane or you're flying or whatever, you're never in the stars, right? They're they're always still above you. 
Um, but then again, this is fantasy. So this is Neverland. This is Neverland. <laughs> You're going into a star. Okay. That's You're true. right. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Yeah. I I don't love going over Neverland like because it's just weird to me. Now, I don't remember the movie too much because I haven't watched it in a while. But I don't remember just like because with the Disneyland version, I'm pretty sure after you go through that first part of the boat, you see the, um, uh, what's her name? Water Lily? Tiger Lily. Tiger, Tiger Lily. Lily. Mm-hmm. I really want to be water every time. Because <laughs> um, she's in the water. Yeah, because yep. she's in the water. <laughs> Tiger Lily and um, it, like the tribe and stuff, they're, they're after that first part of the boat. And then you go around and you see the everyone, they Defeated. won the fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, right. And then most, most of the ride throughs that we watched, the – um, Mermaid Lagoon is at the very end, like before you get off. Yeah. I don't know. I just if I find it just weird how they scattered Neverland yeah. around. That's a very early Disneyland thing is to have like this other vignette kind of outside of of the you know because number right. one it's it's not an Omni mover, so you 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 come out of the ride and you stop. It's kind of your last stop. Mm-hmm. Before you, you know, before you actually get off the ride, and so it's kind. That's kind of a Disneyland. That's kind of an early thing where, where you you come out and and you see that at many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh too, mm-hmm. right? You have that kind of final thing where you you may end up actually stopping. So it gives you something to look at, right? While you're while you're waiting for other people to unload, but it is it is weird once you've experienced that continuous story at at Disney World. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and so then, and then in 1971, of course, Walt Disney World opens theirs. We've talked extensively about that, and then in 1983, we get that uh, we get a new one at Tokyo Disney, which is pretty much like Magic Kingdom. Man, it's almost exactly like that, you, except for you go over Neverland instead of into Neverland. Yeah, now now that's an interesting point because. In in that's almost the one all, thing I would change on the Magic Kingdom one. In all of these, besides right. Magic Kingdom, um, you get this giant bird's eye view, like this map. Basically, uh, you know, you're 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 flying over this very like small island, island yeah. of of Neverland, and so um, where in the Magic Kingdom one, you get thrown right into it. You're still high up, but you eventually go deep down into it. Um, it's, it seems like in Tokyo, they return to this kind of flying over. Except for it's very tiny compared to other locations, I feel the like. The Tokyo one? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so small. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and but otherwise, it's pretty much just you know the the outdoor queue, the 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 loading and unloading, all that the stuff. The Neverland, um, yeah. Thing on the side. On the left. Now, now I'll say about about Magic Kingdom in Tokyo when it comes to the music, I love that you don't get the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that when you have when you're flying around and you're hearing you know the people sing, you can fly, you can fly. It feels like you're maybe watching a trailer mm-hmm. rather than you're part of the story. So right. when it is that music bed, I feel like you're part of the story. Right. Yeah. I really do like that a lot. Uh, and then in 1992, uh, it comes to Disney or Euro Disney at that time, now Disneyland mm-hmm. Paris. Um, this is an interesting one. This is, seems to be a return to the, to the Disneyland version. Except for their London flying over London is just tricked out. It's, it is. It is. It is. That but, whole... but there aren't any cars moving. Yeah. But there are, I think that there are boats 
Yeah, their their river is very large and and, and full of like action. The, that yeah. could be like the Seine, though, right? I mean, that could yeah. be like a a Parisian thing, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think just because it was in Paris like that, because it was built in Paris, they really had to represent. And yeah. Their the brother is, European city. Once you leave the nursery, I feel like that big, um, not really an alleyway, but that yeah, street, that, that's much longer and full. Yeah. Like more full. You yep. know? Yeah. It starts off bigger for sure. Um, the other thing too that we could note is that this is a, um, <clears throat> this is a four seater or this is oh, a right, double, yeah. a double road uh, galleon, which right. is very, very interesting. And I think it's, is it the only one? No, it's a four seater. No, because because Shanghai. Well, I I have something else to say, About which is Paris. no. Um, mm. I'm pretty sure all locations except for Disney World have they all stop before like letting people load. Well, Tokyo so, is also an Omni mover, oh, but you're they? right. Every other one is 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 not an is omni- not an Omni yeah. mover. Yeah. Um. So then we get to Shanghai. So so 1992. Uh, nothing, no other new ones until we get to Shanghai in 2016. And man, um, and we- Shanghai, ha- <laughs> I mean, it's it's clearly our favorite because yeah. technologically it's far advanced. But if you listen to last episode and you heard some of our like little armchair imagineering complaints, uh, it was about getting you know the interactive queue being putting you in London and then you getting thrown out into the, the boarding area where it's Neverland, And then you go through the whole thing and then you come out, you know, you're like on your way back to London and then you get out and you're, you're unloading in Neverland. Um, this fixes all of that. This yes. tells, mm-hmm. this is such a seamless story. Right. You start in, in a London park mm-hmm. actually. So you not even just, London rooftops or anything like that. It's you start in on the ground yeah. yep. in London and then take off. And before you take off, you, if you look on the left, there's a little Tinkerbell. Yeah. And a, and a bullfrog trying to get her or whatever. Yeah. A lot of cool projection. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very, a lot of cool projection. So you take off and, and, and you're even, flying past that gate over the streets of London before you even get into, into the nursery, which the, that's one that the windows fly open, right? Yeah. 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 You so, see, you see Peter Pan on the rooftop kind of peering in and yeah. then you, you turn the corner and go into the nursery and then they're all standing like, no, they're standing, they're, they're flying. flying. Yeah. And they all have pixie dust on them. So they're all projected kind of hovering. It's ab- very cute. Nursery. Yeah. It's, and when you get out over Oh and Nana's flying too. Nana's when you get outside. Yeah. And is that a is Nana is she a is she she's a, a projection also? She's a projection. No, she was a I think she was an animatronic. An animatronic. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. So then when you get out over London, then that whole wall is you see them flying by, not just their silhouettes, but you see which is a you know, which is a popular thing to use in right. these attractions is a silhouette, but they are projecting the they actual do become a silhouette though. When they go past the moon, yeah, they that's right. They go from being animated figures into well, I mean, they're still animated figures, but like seeing their clothing and everything into a silhouette. I think this one didn't have a moon. I think this one just had the star. No, it, it's as they're flying through the sky, and you can see the moon, but it's behind clouds, oh. and so they kind of go between the moon and the clouds, and so when they fly through that bunch of clouds 
they, they're, they're like bat, backlit. Yeah. It, that would be my other thing I like about all the rides that ours doesn't have is the second star to the right. You fly into that before you go into Neverland. Yeah, we have the moon in the silhouette, but we don't have the second star to the right. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think that's like a big part of the story. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Um, and so, I mean, man, you could almost do a whole episode just watching the ride through without even experiencing it yourself. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. I've experienced Disney. We've all experienced Disneyland before. Amy, you and I have experienced Paris before, but this is like this is new this level, is next level. Yeah, and so. Anyway, so then as you go through it, you see even the the big finale where the fight scene. Yeah, the fight scene. Oh, yes. you, you see like you do see silhouettes, you do see it's the projection of um Peter and Hook. Well, and, and yeah. it's really cool because they they brought in the old school animatronics that are still there. It's a perfect but example. It's, mm-hmm. um also mixing this new technology of projection. Yep. And and so like Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway is that what it's called? I don't know. <laughs> I have not the been new- keeping up with that because I'm so angry about it. But <laughs> you're bitter about the great <laughs> movie ride. But um, that thing's going to be amazing, and I've got to think it's going to be something similar to where it's a lot of that map projecting, it's mm-hmm. a lot of that animated projection, and then it's also animatronics. It's like the, it's the best of everything. Um, I think back in the day, people Mickey just... Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. There it is. Mickey and Minnie's ru- Runaway You're Railway. You're close. Yeah. What did I say? Railroad? Railroad, I think. You might have, yeah. you might have said Railway. I did. Actually. I did. Nobody, <laughs> nobody rewind it. That's no. what I said. <laughs> uh, and so, anyway. Uh, anyway, it, it's spectacular. The, the ride just keeps getting better and better. Um, so... Right now, uh, at the time of this recording, there's there's going to be another one month refurbishment at Magic Kingdom. I don't know what that's going to yield. Probably not much. It doesn't probably just. Touch it's up not a big enough window for them to like overhaul it. Big, like you right? know when when they did the Disney stuff where they actually used projection for the water and all sorts of stuff. I just don't think we're getting that, and that's fine. I mean, when you look at how modernized um, Disneyland is, we really are. The old school now, Walt Mm -hmm. Disney World, the Magic Kingdom is now the old school ride. It's the closest Mm -hmm. to the original, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I like ours. I like just the painted on water. Yeah. I mean, not that I don't enjoy the other stuff. I get a little jealous watching some of the other ones, but I'm just like, this is so pure, though. Because what I like about the other ones is... um, not her name's not Water Lily. What is it again? Tiger, Tiger Lily. Lily. <laughs> <laughs> I was, was about to say Lily Lily. Um, like before you go to Skull Rock, you kind of go into like a cave like thing. Oh, at, where? At Shanghai? Uh, Shanghai. There was another place. You go too. inside. Like You go inside Skull Rock oh, at yeah. Shanghai. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Tinkerbell's insane. in that lantern. Yeah. And- but this, I'm not talking about Shanghai. Okay. I'm talking about, I think, <laughs> Paris. They do this where mm-hmm. you kind of go into a cave and like the mood changes completely. Like the, yeah, you know, yeah, it feels yeah. darker. But yeah, that's one thing I do like about Shanghai too. It's just the music changes. Like you, you really got like happy music, and then you turn and it's like, bah. yeah. <laughs> but there's lyrics. So anyway, so that's the difference between, and there's many more differences that uh, check it out. We encourage you to, uh, to come to our, uh, to our Pinterest. We are at ride through pavilion and uh, we will have 
all the the ride throughs um, pinned to that board. Um, so, <clears throat> listen, before we wrap it up, we just wanted to talk about a few other places that you could find Peter Pan, Wendy, Captain Hook um, around the park. Um, so, number one is the most obvious, which is the, and when I say the park, I mean in Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in Magic Kingdom, you can find Peter Pan at a meet and greet right by Peter Pan's flight. It's part of the outside queue, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's part so, of the old. It's part of the, the old, old queue, queue. right? Um, it's kind of where now they walled it in, and now on the outside they have this. Number one, it's just a great background. It's it's the Neverland map, um, but then Peter like Pan. One, I think it should be considered one of the walls because it's so beautiful. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like the Instagram like a walls. Wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's really is beautiful. One thing about I. I could be wrong, but I kind of remember there not being a photographer there. I think it's just sometimes, just like with Mary Poppins. Yeah, you got to catch up that day. But, no, yeah. I think there is a photographer oh. there. I, yeah? I, in fact, I was what I was going to say was I feel like the photographer shows oh, up you know and what? then you're like, he's about to come out. And so you get in line and he's like, yeah, he'll be out here in 20 minutes. It's like, well, yeah. what are we all doing out here right <laughs> now? <laughs> you know? The line gets long for him. It does. It does. Yeah. Now, but I mean, talk about an experience. He. This is not a person behind a mask, behind like a plastic molded head. This is a person who has to be on and and has to be fun. And honestly, here's this kind of this this man child. Like it could get so creepy so fast and they do such a good job of just defining this character and sticking to this character. And it's always so fun and playful. Right. I do remember there being a photographer because I remember we had some like pretty weird photos with that one. Because <laughs> yeah. Peter Pan was looking at my charm necklace uh-huh. and I'm all looking down. Yeah, listen, if you've got a charm necklace, if you've got on buttons... Peter Pan and, and le- that and leads Tinkerbell. us into Tinkerbell. Tinkerbell has a meet and greet at uh, Town Square, Square Theater. Um, here's a little tip. I don't know if this holds up. This this seemed like this happened to us for three years in a row and then like never happened again. But um, if if you're ever dining at Tony's Town Square, um, they'll give you sometimes and birthday buttons felt, especially yeah especially if you're wearing a celebrating button a birthday button they'll give you uh free fast passes yeah and, and maybe this is because they've moved completely away from paper fast passes so they don't do it anymore but they used to just hand you these paper fast passes to go see tinkerbell um which was really great you're already there in tony's town square you've just eaten up you know you've just finished up eating and uh, you could just go right in but um, I think that's always that's always a fun meet and greet too. That is a little bit of a pre-show of its own. One thing they've been doing a lot more. Well, getting a little off topic, but cards. They've been doing the birthday cards with the hand prints. Or oh, the at Tony Town Square. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> little side and, note. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, you can go see Tinkerbell there, and then Captain Hook and Smee. This past year, have they been at the entrance to New Fantasyland? which has been fun. And we've seen a couple times where Peter Pan has kind of gone, actually has left the, the meet and greet, you know, like, or he'll go grab, he'll grab a kid and go over and actually kind of tease Peter Pan or tease Captain Hook a little Mm -hmm. bit at his. So there's Captain Hook and Smee. It's always really fun to watch, but uh, that might've been temporary. I'm not, I don't remember seeing them that last time we went. That's not 
ever remember saying that. Oh, one. really? <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's next to those great ba- uh, those great bathrooms behind mm. um, Pinocchio House. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, by the way, uh, those are really really long um, uh, changing tables in uh, in in uh, the, the bathrooms over by Pinocchio House. So. Yeah, those those and those are comparable to the ones at first aid. So if you're yeah. stuck having to change Listen, a diaper if for, you've got, for a child, yeah. An adult. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. So if you have a big kid that you need to get changed right away, you can go back there to that, to that bathroom. It's, it's the changing table is massive, uh, which is a nice change. Um, <laughs> so other places that you can see, um, see, uh, Peter Pan and Company is the Festival of Fantasy Parade. Uh, we see Peter and Wendy uh, soaring through the sky um, aboard a galleon, and then they're pursued by Captain Hook and Mr. Smee and TikTok the cro- Crocodile. And also, um, we see Lost Boys there too, <clears throat> mm. um, which leads me to the various magic shots with Tinkerbell. There's a bazillion of those. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, like you just know when the photographer. <laughs> They yes. back up a little bit. Yeah, they back up, <laughs> and then they have like, act surprised. surprised. <laughs> like, oh, I'm either holding Remy or Pinker, 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 But here's so, but the, but also there was for a while some Lost <laughs> it was Boys. So great. <laughs> So we would we would get our pictures taken on Main Street, especially, and then we would open up the app and we'd look at the pictures, and there's like these just these. They these, look like newsies. It's like, yeah, we thought they were newsies. They were like these street urchins, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that um, they were the dancing. They lost were the boys. dancing lost boys. <laughs> we're just like, hey, was, was newsies making a comeback or something? Is this because it's on Broadway? And then it just we're like, oh wait, these are bizarre. lost boys. It was very uh, bizarre. But boy, I love it. The weirder those things get, the better for me. So I could not appreciate that anymore. Um, also. Um, Another cool thing is Mickey's Fill Her Magic. Uh, because that is computer and I know it's a little bit older, but because it is computer animated, it's really cool to see the classic scenes, you know, redone in that in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do appreciate that. So that's where we see Donald Duck um being I think Pixie Dust gets sprinkled on him and, and on he's a, flying through. They get on Big Ben. They get on uh, Big Ben, they mm-hmm. get on the, the hands of the, the clock, clock there. Very cool. Um, of course, we see them projected up on the Once Upon a Time Castle show. Uh, we see them in the Boo to You parade. They actually get their, their own. Which is, you have, if you, well, not if you're a Disney fan. If you're a Disney fan, you, yeah. you really should take in the Boo to You parade in and my go opinion, to the Halloween party because it's, it is hands down, it, yeah. In my opinion, too, it's hands down the best parade. Yeah. that mm-hmm. Disney does. Yeah, absolutely. So good. Yeah, um, yeah, it's so fun. I, I um, the, the the Christmas party is is okay. I don't mm-hmm. feel like it's as otherly. Like when mm-hmm. you think of the warm feelings of Christmas, it goes so hand in hand with Disney. Um, plus, then when you're visiting during the Christmas season, you get so much Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um. Outside of that party, are they in the Christmas parade? Um, I don't believe they are. No, okay. no. I, I, if if hmm. I'm incorrect, somebody can correct me. I'm happy. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I've only uh, been to the Christmas party once. But the booty was awesome. They get their own ship. They get their own float. It's really cool. Uh, and then, um, 
And then we also see uh, them in Fantasmic, of course. We see them and everyone else. Everyone <laughs> Kind of like the Booty You Parade. We see everyone. <laughs> no, nothing like the Booty You Parade. Yeah, this is just <laughs> like, like I would every... say Fantasmic is on the other spectrum <laughs> of like, if you want to skip it. Probably okay, <laughs> but but there are true fans out there. I do not want to ruffle your feathers. You I'm, love it. You love it. I'm. I I'm, do not. I'm remembering now too that we have um, all those Tinkerbell movies. Yeah. Um. That that came out in the last few years or the last ten years. Fiona, you really watched a ton of those when yeah when you were little. I still love them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I I do too. Okay. I still love them. Yeah. So the they're, they're holding was up. Awesome. Yeah, it was oh really gosh, good. That's my favorite. And there was the one where she went into the snow and couldn't come back or something. Oh, the oh gosh, something about wings. <laughs> yeah, it's when she has a sister. And, and then okay, so then tell me now on Disney Junior. And ten years ago, we would have we would have known this, but now we don't. But now there's Jake and the Neverland Pirates. There it is. I remember because we <laughs> babysitting. Yeah. Okay. So the, so there's uh, several it's a different new generation. Yeah, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, tons of it. I know that too. We've we've just now, literally in the last five days, gotten into villainous, the board game, the the villain strategy board game. Mm-hmm. Captain Hook is one of the characters that you can play, and there's a Tinkerbell and a Captain Hook, or and, and a Peter, Peter Pan, Pan and a Wendy. You, all of those guys. You have to win with Peter Pan, like. <laughs> you have to defeat Peter. You have to Pan. defeat him yeah. to win. Um. So anyway, Peter Pan. All those guys, um, they all live on. So, um, you know, the only other thing I can think of is there was characters in flight or whatever there at Disney Springs, uh, downtown Disney back in the day. The balloon, I think, actually had Peter Pan and Tinkerbell on it. Um, They've redesigned the balloon. For a long time. I mean, I don't know if she still flies through the sky, but at Disneyland, that was the finale of the Uh, Yeah, the castle show. Honestly, I can't remember if she still does that for the castle show or not. It, I just remember being a kid being like, man, that is the yeah. job I want. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I think they I think they still do that. I, I may be wrong. I, I haven't I watched. I feel like I have seen. I, I haven't seen it, but I've seen the zip line. Yeah. The zip line seems like it's still there. I just have not stopped to watch yeah, that we, new we show We watch it, but we watch once. it from, from other areas Yeah, of the we'll park. watch it from like uh, Starlight Cafe getting, or something. Getting really in eating. the center. Well, and getting in the... The main hub right there with Liam in the wheelchair yeah. is. We're usually on our worst. way out looking over our shoulders yeah. at it. We're like, if we can just get to the bus right now, people, we will be okay. Uh, just, yeah. Wheelchairs, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you do not, not want to get caught in the throng with, uh, <laughs> with, with the wheelchair. wheelchair. It yeah. is, uh, <laughs> it's, it, it's a tough thing. Um, so, anyway, so I, I don't know. Is there, uh, that's pretty much all I can think about. Yeah, we. We have plenty of great ideas, um, you know, throw a Peter Pan themed party or do Peter Pan uh, Disney bound outfits and all that will be on our Pinterest board. One place you might be able to find him is in Epcot when they're doing character training. Yeah, that's right. Keep an eye out for that. Yeah. When you're walking, uh, I want to say between America, uh, between uh, it's right across from the stage. Like it's a little alley. Yeah, so it's between America and Germany. There's an alleyway there, and every once in a while, you look down and you see a ton of characters. And there are no photographers. No photographers. Maybe three handlers. But like, no one's there. No one. No one ever goes down. And it it can get a little awkward because they are people, and or 
you know, in the training. characters are in training, and in in some of it's a little little weird. They're they're well, and you know, no Donald Duck doesn't so you realize that his bill is going to hit you in the face if he turns too quickly or whatever and that's yeah. okay because you get these amazing tons great of these pictures. amazing pictures mm-hmm. so that's a great they spend idea. a lot of time with you yeah that's right so so be on the lookout there whenever you pass by always look to your to, to your right if depending where you're going but uh and then of course there's that defunct uh infinity what was it called infinity oh, the video 2.0 game. yeah yeah there was Tinkerbell. We're we're actually sitting here looking at one right now. <laughs> that's uh, that's on our table. We tried the game. <laughs> yeah, and we tried to like it. Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, <laughs> hey, listen. Uh, that's that's all we have time for today. But uh, we want to encourage everybody check us out at uh, like Amy said. If you look at look us up at Ride Through Pavilion at on Pinterest, you'll see all sorts of cool ideas, including Peter Pan themed Peter Pan Tinkerbell themed stuff, Tinkerbell themed theme stuff, the cocktails we talked about, the ride-throughs, everything. Uh, and then, um, of course, follow us on Instagram at Pavilion, and then Twitter at RideThroughPod. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's going to do it for today. Uh, you know, uh, check us out next week. We're going to have another amazing ride-through we're super excited about. So, uh, anyway, until then, um, I am Jeremy. I'm Amy. And I'm Fiona. And somewhere in the background, as you've heard, I'm sure, is Liam. And we will see you next time on... Ride Through, Ride Through.